the Hawaii Sports Radio Network proudly presents the OIA Game of the Week on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank, where people like banking. And Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. And now, let's go courtside for all the action. Here's play-by-play announcers Kyle Galdera and Kuale Agbayani. Aloha and welcome to Kapolei High School as we tip off our coverage of Oahu Interscholastic Association Girls Basketball tonight with an early season West Division clash between the visiting Radford Rams and the home team Kapolei Hurricanes. I'm Kyle Galdera joined by our analyst Kuule Agbayani and we're looking forward to seeing what these squads bring in this early season action coming off different outcomes to start the season. Yeah, and I, I tell you what, Kyle, I'm just excited to be here covering Hawaii high school basketball and being a little nostalgic as it <laughs> brings back memories of my days and especially when we were watching the JV game prior to this one. So I'm very excited. And Radford coming into this game off a 72-14 dismantling Ooh. of Nanakuli, whereas Kapolei looking to bounce back from a 39-22 defeat at Lelehua. So we'll see if couple can pick things up and Radford can keep things rolling. Yeah, and it, it's crazy. We were kind of talking about this before the game, but just the amount of players on each squad. I mean, we have Radford with only seven active players today and Coppolet with their full squad active, but just eight of them. So it was kind of a little shocking for both of us seeing just how few players there were, especially considering back when I played, there were a lot more as well. And when we come back, we'll get you ready for the action between Kapolei and Radford. This is OIA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Welcome back to Kapolei. It's Kyle Galdera and Kuule Agbayani bringing live OIA women's basketball to you. We're about 10 seconds away from the opening tip. And as we were mentioning, Kule, you know, just these teams going in different directions to start, but it's so early in the season that all, all it could take is one game, maybe this game, to turn things around in particular for Kapolei. Yeah, and this is when you're really just testing out quite a few of your players. I mean, but on Kapolei's side, they are pretty well balanced in terms of age. A lot of juniors, though, and one senior, a sophomore, and a freshman in there for Kapolei. All right. We have Kapolei going from right to left on your digital radio dial, depending on which way you're facing. <laughs> Opening tip goes to Radford. Quickly with it is hot shooting guard Mylana Matos. The senior puts it up and in for a quick 2-0 lead in favor of Radford. Oh, and we already got a foul there. Yeah, the pressure defense employed by Radford gets the turnover, so the Rams will get the ball back and quickly subbing in is freshman Casey McKinney she replaces Matos who had that opening basket also starting for Radford Anaya Clark she got that inbounds pass passes it over to Julissa Bollinger Bollinger back to Clark Clark and Bollinger playing a two women game and Bollinger gets this one up and under can't convert the layup though and the other way it'll go, Layla Tarawan with the rebound. Yeah. And another foul. By the way, the starters for Kapolei, Danbury, Kealoha Bates, Michaela Dematulak, <laughs> excuse me for that, Layla Parayan, Cameron Welling, and Shayna Lynn Mook. So Kapolei retains possession, trailing 2 to nothing. About 30 seconds gone in this one. Camacho with it, swinging it back to Demotlock. Demotlock controlling the action, passes it to Camacho in the corner. Camacho dribbling. Kapole taking the air out of the ball, and finally, Demotlock puts up a three-pointer. No good. Yeah, and I'm sure she wants that one back as she is so far the leading scorer for this Hurricanes team, so she just needs to be able to find her shot early. Yeah, Radford definitely pressing the pace a bit and here we have a turnover going Coppola's way Jariah Villanueva stepping on the end line yeah and not a lot of size on Coppola's team I mean their tallest player is 5'9 sophomore Layla Parayan but it seems like they have a little more movement and will really want to work to move the ball around quickly Radford takes a timeout and so will we 
This is OAA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. So following the Radford turnover and timeout, it's Kapoli Ball. Home team Hurricanes trailing 2-0 early on. Moving the ball ever so slowly is Cameron Welling. She passes it over to Parawin. Kealoha Bates now with it up top. Dribbling in is Welling. Radford playing really strong man-to-man defense. And inside it goes to Kealoha Bates. And it's going to be a tie-up. And the stay with Kapolei. A little early on the call for that tie-up, but that's just me. <laughs> just a bit. <laughs> work a little bit. Wanted to give that to Radford right there as Casey McKinney worked really hard to rip that ball away, but tie-up and Coppola keeps it. And something with the high school game that we haven't mentioned yet is there's no shot clock. So for those listening and you're wondering why the teams are possessing the ball, now we're two minutes in and only two shots up. It's because there's no shot clock at this level, at least yet. That's right, and that's a big yet as it is going to start being implemented next season by the ILH and I believe by the HHSAA as well. So the freshman Casey McKinney, the power forward actually running some point now. Little give and go, she gets it in the paint, up and under, and that layup is good. 4 nothing. Radford, two minutes gone. Strong, and that's the way you just have to be. Casey McKinney just being solid in the middle. I don't know how Coppola will be able to move her when she plants there. Yeah, Coppola trying to find an opening. Another almost steal by Radford. However, Coppola keeps it. Cameron Welling dribbling around the perimeter. Wide open is Parion with the three-pointer. That one misses. And, and not a bad shot. Not a bad shot by Layla Parion. And, you know, it was a good look, and it, it made it there. Just hit the back a little too much mana. And McKinney with the board. She's doing a great job down low on both ends of the court. Speaking of which, she gets the ball in the near side corner. Passes it back to teammate Julissa Bollinger. Oh, a wide open. Anaya Clark passes on the three there. Villanueva with the crossover dribble up and under, and that layup is good. So three layups, three scores, 6 nothing Radford. 5-5 junior guard Jaira Villanueva really starting to come awake there and show her handles. And I be don't believe we mentioned that against that route over Nanakuli, Villanueva scored 27 points. So she definitely wants the ball in her hand and isn't afraid to go to the basket like she did just there. And immediately Radford employing a full court press, getting another turnover. So Radford will have another crack at it, up by six. 4.40 to play here in the first quarter. Oh, a three-point shot taken in the corner. Again, That's going to be Villanueva. Again, doesn't seem to be afraid to take that shot or drive to the basket when she has to, but she seems like one of those players so far. If you give her enough space, she's going to go for it. Motlock trying to dribble up, and this one's going to go out of bounds again. So the Radford defense doing a good job. However, this ball will stay with Coppola. But just the fact that Radford is playing such tight defense, I think it's going to create havoc for Coppola all game. Yeah, and after that turnover, Coach Shane over at head coach at Coppola really speaking to his guard, Motlock just kind of giving her some advice on what to do next. Shana Lynn Mook with it. She tries to go underneath, nothing going. Takes it back to the perimeter. She's trapped in the corner, but finds her teammate Danbury Kiloha Bates, who is promptly fouled by Radford. Oh, they're going to flip it the other way. So, again, the pressing defense by Radford really causing some turnovers early and a 6 nothing lead for Radford. It was. And Danbury, though, she was tough. Kiloha Bates, she just kind of had the ball and did a little nudge with her right elbow, and that's why she drew the foul. So four minutes elapsed here in the first quarter. Radford taking some time off the clock, swinging it around. Getting everyone involved. Kind of playing that old school Iolani stall game. Mm -hmm. And finally a shot is taken. A wide open Bollinger. She misses, but there to clean it up again is McKinney with the layup. I tell you, McKinney just being that solid person in the middle for these Radford Rams. Coupley gets its first legit shot up inside. That one taken by Namontlock, but misses off the back iron. So Radford with the defensive rebound. 3.25 to go in the opening frame. Rams up 8 to nothing. Mylana Matos, the starter, back into the game. She had the first basket, took a little break. 
And here we go, as you mentioned earlier, a little Iolani-esque, just moving it around the perimeter and then hitting the middle when it, it opens up. And to the point where Matos had the wide-open layup and passed it up in order to keep that ball movement going. Yeah, which is fortunate for Kapolei because had that ball gone to Casey McKinney, we can pretty confidently say that that ball would have been in the basket. So after some time taken off by Radford, three minutes to go here in the first quarter. Bollinger fakes a three, kicks it around to McKinney. McKinley, McKinney, pardon me, over to Matos. Matos back to Bollinger, swings it around, but this pass is out of bounds. Kapolei ball. Just out of the reach, so oh so slightly from Kaali Aviles. She couldn't reach it. She knew it. She reached with her left hand, and it just edged and out of bounds. So coming back the other way for Kapolei is Demotlock dribbling. Kicks it all the way over to the new substitute, Rain Miguel, who just entered the game. Radford with the definite size advantage here. And another tie-up. This one is going to go in favor of the Rams on the jump ball. Yeah, and that's what happens. DeMontlock really tried to take the dribble to Radford, but as you mentioned, just the size advantage of Radford. Radford I mean, when you're DeMontlock at 5'3", it gets a little more difficult to dribble around people who are 5'5 five, five and above. And a fun fact, with this 8-0 lead, Radford has now outscored OIA opponents 80-14 to to start the 2022 season. So controlling the ball are the Rams again. Matos with it in the corner, passes it inside, goes to a wide open Bollinger who jacks a long shot. That one misses though, and Coppola gets the rebound. Welling with it, driving up the middle, all the way to her teammate who keeps it in play. That's Parawin. However, Parawin's pass is tipped outside. Kapolei will keep it. Yeah, and going back to Radford, though, it se really seems like that's kind of their offensive game plan is just moving it around and then really making sure that their shots are the best and most open shots. And Tamatlock turns it over. Matos with the steal, but her pass is just a little too strong. Kapolei will get the ball. And just off the hands of Jaira Villanueva, she wanted that. She They were like two going down just over past Villanueva just slightly and it went off her hands and over the baseline. Kapolei calls timeout. We'll take a break as well. Radford leading 8 to nothing. This is OAA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network 95.1 FM and AM 760. Back here live at Kapolei High School. Hurricanes trying to get on the board down 8 to nothing to Radford. A shot is up by Kaloha Bates but it's blocked. Goes the other way. Matos can't handle it though. But because she couldn't handle it, fortunately for Radford, it goes out of bounds untouched. Actually, off the fingertips of Kapolei, it'll remain with Radford. Yeah, Cameron Welling almost getting that steal off that long pass, but just couldn't keep it under control. So Radford again taking some air out of the ball here as Villanueva looks at a three, passes it up. Over to the senior Aviles. Back over to Villanueva, who drives with that right hand, puts it up for the nice up-and-under layup. 10-0. Radford leading here late in the first quarter. And again, showing us why she is the leading scorer, just not afraid to take that dribble and drive and go for the open lane and the basket. 110 and counting to play here in the opening quarter. Kapolei looking to make its mark on the scoreboard. Welling trapped in the corner. She makes her way out, dribbling up to the top of the key now. Surveying the floor, guarded by Aviles. Welling drives, and she loses her footing, but it's going to be a foul on Radford. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like that was more of a losing their footing there, but... Eh. A little bit of a bailout. Yeah. Subbing back in for Radford is Anaya Clark. So, Kapolei, 54.3 seconds to go here in the first quarter, inbounding the ball. It's going to be picked up by Parawin. She jacks a three and makes it. So just like that, actually it's going to be a long two, 10 to 2 in favor of Radford, 45 seconds here in the first quarter. I love it. Not a bad, She just wanted to go for the shot, scores the first points for Kapolei. And that Central Pacific bank shot was open for business. <laughs> I like what you did there. Radford again using that stall game around the perimeter, under 30 seconds now. Kapolei a good job on defense, steals it back, here comes Welling. Looks like they're going to hold for the last shot. Welling putting some spin moves on Matos. Kicks it over to Parawan. Oh, almost stolen by Matos. Welling with it. Parawan up and under. 
And that shot is good. So a good job by Kapole. Down by 10. Now they're just down six. I love that by Parau and not afraid to just go up. Sometimes you can get a little timid, but... Wow! Oh. Villanueva drains a three as the first quarter clock expires. And Radford, with that, leads 13-4 to four after one quarter of action. This is OIA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Kyle Galdera and Kule Agbayani back here live courtside. And Kule, as we were talking about, Kapolei chipping away, cutting the deficit to six. Radford gets that three-pointer to go up by nine after a quarter. Yeah, and that three, though, at the buzzer, such a good shot. And it was like downtown three-pointer by Jaira Villanueva. But she walked off the court as if it was nothing. She was so casual. So Kapolei with the ball here to start the frame, dribbling around. And it's going to be tipped away by Matos, but she can't get a handle on it. It'll remain Hurricane's ball. Inbounding it for Kapole is Camacho. Pardon me, Damatlock passes it over to Welling. Welling back to Pariah. She bricks that one, and Matos gets it all long court, all the way down. Tipped away, though. Kapole will get it. Good job getting back on defense. Yeah, Villanueva tried to get fancy there with a one-handed pass, <laughs> and it was not a good idea. Oh, and speaking of passes, that was Welling a little too tall for Parowin, and back to Radford it goes. Yeah, and you would think Parowin at 5'9", she probably could have gotten it, but a little too high. So Radford with it. Matos now faking the three. Over to Villanueva. Mackenzie McCormick, the senior, with it now. Over to Anaya Clark. In the corner to Villanueva, back to Matos. Getting everybody involved is the Radford offensive approach so far. Swinging it all the way around the horn. But a good job by the zone defense of Kapolei keeping up. Down to Villanueva it goes. She fakes left, goes right, misses that one. And the rebound picked up nicely by Kaloha Bates. Yeah, and Kapolei now going for quite the quick transition as Perellin puts a couple of moves down under the net but misses. Yeah, she was hacked a few times. No foul call. And maybe in the old uh, ball don't lie category by <laughs> Charles Barkley, that ball thrown out of bounds, couple A's ball. That's true. Yeah, I feel like that seems to be a common thing so far as we're only like just over a quarter into this game as they really try to go for that quick transition, throw the ball down, but just always overshoots their teammate. 13-4, to four, the Radford lead. One and a half minutes gone here in the second quarter. Motlock dribbling up with the right hand. Throws it away, though. Stolen by Clark. Whips it all the way ahead to Villanueva. Doesn't have a shot, but tosses it into Matos. Matos guarded by three players, and she's going to be fouled. Actually, four players for Kapolei converged on the guard forward. You know what? I'm really loving the play so far by Mylana Matos. Obviously, we've been talking a lot about Jaira, who is scoring all the points, but Matos is really kind of just that workhorse right now, and she's very vocal out there on the court. So still no score here in the second quarter. 13-4, Radford leads. Two minutes elapsed. Villanueva inbounding it to Clark. Down low to McKinney. McKinney dribbles up and under. That layup is missed, but there's Matos with all that energy. I'm telling you, she's the workhorse today. Matos is shot and up. Shot is up, but she's going to be fouled, so she'll go to the line to shoot too. Little slow to get up. Hopefully she's okay. A little limping though, Matos is. No, she has to get up for those free throws. I mean, she worked hard for that. I feel like that's what my dad used to always be screaming at me in high school. It's like, just go up to the basket. And that's exactly what Matos is doing right now. Matos checking out her left leg. Seems to be in a bit of pain. And we'll try to get you an update if we have one. But for now... It's a good time to remind you that OIA Sports on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network is made possible in part by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. Matos taking a few breaths there. Looks to be okay. Taking, yep, another deep breath before she gets ready to take her shot. First free throws up, and that one swishes home. 14-4, Radford leads. This is what you would call easy-peasy. <laughs> Nice shot, good release, nothing but net. Just the way she drew it up. She takes a few dribbles at the charity stripe, puts that one up, and the second free throw bounces around is no good, but rebounded by Casey McKinney. 
Back to Matos, all the way to Villanueva. Driving baseline up and under, misses the layup. And back the way, other way it'll go for Kapolei. Yeah, and McKinney which is really just forcing her way down low over there. I mean, Layla Parayan had no chance in boxing her out. Bollinger with a steal, though, over to Villanueva for the layup. So just like that, Radford surges ahead 16-4. to And on the inbounds play, Kapolei with the turnover. So Radford really keeping the vice grips on defensively. Yeah, and it just gets really frustrating at this point, right? You don't want to look at the score. You still have a lot more to go in the second quarter, but it starts to get to you mentally. And McKinney with the inbounds play. Misses the layup, but grabs the offensive board. Just a freshman at 5'10". McKinney's a force down low. Yeah, and already seems to be a really smart player down low as well. So not playing like a freshman, really. Has some experience. Speaking of which, McKinney fakes a three. Radford really taking some time off the clock here as we're three minutes gone in the second quarter. Everybody touching the ball before McKinney gets it, kicks it out to Aviles, who jacks up a three, misses that one. Another offensive board, though. It's Bollinger over to Villanueva. Down to McKinney, up and under, layup good, 18-4. Beautiful ball movement by Radford. Really unselfish, and as I mentioned before, it seems to be their style, passing, 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 until they get their easiest shot. Wow, Villanueva almost with another steal there. Coppola looking for answers against this staunch Radford defense. Coppola inside to Parawan. Up and under layup is good. Parawan has been pretty much keeping Coppola in the game almost by herself. Yeah, she's really not backing down, although she is getting bullied a little bit on the defensive end by Casey McKinney. So Radford with it up by 12. Nearly halfway through this second quarter. Radford doing a good job of finding their shot as McKinney up and under again. That's her right-handed layup. Nothing couple can do at this point. As I mentioned, it's just tough, tough, tough to control. Casey McKinney right there just doing what she wants down low. And once again, very smart player. But it seems to be the MO of Radford where it's just, if you're open, take the shot. And fortunately, they can make those shots. Yeah, and something impressive that Radford is doing as Coppola calls for time is they actually only have a seven-player, not only rotation, but seven players available to play, and partly because Olena Umetsu is out with a broken nose. So that was something she suffered against Kohuku, and we were joking around with some of the coaches in that normally you take that charge, but maybe not against a bigger player like the one from Kahuku that happened to run into her face. Yeah, you want to kind of take it easy against Kahuku, although they did come out with that win, beating Kahuku 49-37, so worth it. <laughs> it's the worst when you suffer an injury and, and you also lose, and it's just like a double whammy. But if you get that win against a tough team like Kahuku, as we see that Radford is no are no pushovers, so I'm sure they competed just fine, aside from... Olena Umetsu and the broken nose. Yeah, Radford's only two points away from being undefeated. Their only loss came in the Kamehameha tournament against Kamehameha Hawaii, 45-43. to So two solid victories and a close loss for Radford. And look, Holding's really solid in this game right now. Yeah, 20-6 to coming off of the Kapolei timeout. 4-0-7 and counting the play here in the second quarter. DeMont Locke again dribbling with her right hand. Passing it over to Welling. Welling looking for an opening, but her pass clanks off the rim. Fortunately, it's controlled by Parawan. She passes it out to a wide-open Camacho who can't hit the three, and it's going to go Radford's way. And Araya Camacho just really wanted that, just really wanting to put anything on the board as they attempt to chip away at this 20-6 deficit. Open in the corner is Bollinger. She passes up the three. Kicks it around to Aviles, over to McCormick. Finally down low to Clark it goes. Kicks it out to Villanueva. Back around the horn we go. Bollinger with it. McCormick. Couple of the crowd get into it just a little bit. 14 point deficit. Radford now really taking their time, waiting. Nobody from Coppola is coming out to get the ball, so they're just content dribbling for now until Villanueva takes a three, misses it, gets her own rebound, and passes it down low to Clark, who misses her layup, gets the offensive board. Out to Villanueva, back down to McCormick. She finally puts it up and under, and that layup is good. 22-6, to 
after about five shots on that possession. Yeah, Radford just really getting their own offensive boards, and Coppola just needs to do a better job at boxing out. They're just standing around once those shots go up. A nice job by Michaela Dematlock of the running layup. 22-8 to eight now in favor of Radford. 2.35 and counting to go. Villanueva squares it up, takes the three. That one's no good, but again, another offensive rebound controlled by Radford. This one kicked out to Bollinger, swings it all the way to Villanueva, driving up and under. The layup goes not in, though. Rebounded by Coppola. Not just any layup. Tried to go for that <laughs> reverse there and get a little fancy. A little rainbow action there. <laughs> nice job the other way by Coppola. Converting is Parawin. And just like that, Coppola down 12, two minutes to go in the first half. Yeah, again, really offensively doing majority of the, the scoring for Coppola. Parawin is, but just defensively it's been a little tough. But now Coppola over there in their 2-3 zone. And again, I, I mentioned with Radford being content to take time off the clock, the 2-3 zone is great mm -hmm. unless the other team isn't attacking. And right now Radford's just doing some passing drills as Ovilas takes it in the corner. Over to Bollinger, finds Villanueva, takes the jumper, and that one's good. Another 14-point lead for Radford. Yeah, and this is when, I mean, obviously I'm not sure who their best defensive player is for Coppola, but you can kind of consider maybe just manning up on Villanueva alone just to try to contain her. Almost a travel there by Coppola, not called. Parawin dribbling down the lane now, almost poked away. She goes up with the shot, misses that one. Kind of an awkward shot there. She almost like she threw it over her head with two hands. And Villanueva with the quick pass all the way down low. Picked up by Mackenzie McCormick up and under. Another layup is good. Radford up 26-10. Under a minute to go. Yeah, a lot of the scoring for Radford just coming by their centers right under the basket. And then, of course, Jaira Villanueva. And just checking in for Coppola was Shanalyn Mook. The ball goes off her fingertips and out in favor of Radford. I wonder if the Rams will hold for the last shot here. We'll see what they do. As Bollinger <laughs> shows what I know because Bollinger quickly passes to <laughs> Matos, who goes up for another layup, 28-10. And Matos seems to be moving just fine as she was a little shaken up before those free throws not too long ago, but she looks to be okay. So Parawan with the jumper now. We're trading baskets, 28-12, 26 seconds to go. Okay. Radford not slowing down at all, though, as Villanueva takes another three-pointer. That one off the side rim misses, and it's going to be picked up by Capole. 13 seconds to go. And again, Kiloha Bates not taking her time, throws it away. Villanova, Villanueva wide open, drives the lane for the layup. And just like that, Radford up 30-12 to 12 as this first half comes to a close. Yeah, and what a first half by Radford again. Just good ball movement, not rushing it too much, but I'm sure that gets a little frustrating for Coppola. But as you mentioned, maybe changing up the game plan in the second half. So after two quarters of action, it's Radford with the dominant 30-12 to lead. We'll be back with some halftime analysis and more. This is OAA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. So we finally get a little bit of a breather after that frenetic first half. Radford racing out to a 30-12 lead. Kyle Galdera and Kule Agbayani here courtside. Looking at Radford in the first half, Jariah Villanueva not taking the foot off the gas at all following her 27-point performance against Nanakuli. 13 points to lead the way for Radford in the first half. Couple that with freshman Casey McKinney with eight points down low. Radford has it all working right now. Yeah, and like we mentioned throughout that first half, I mean, they're just really unselfish but always aware of where their open teammate is and when each of them have the open shot and are not afraid to take it. And honestly, like, they've been picking really good. They're really good at the shot selection. And you know me, I'm always like, that was a bad shot. That was a bad shot. But so far with Radford, I'm really liking just – Again, their vision of not only their teammates, but when it is appropriate to take that shot. Right. It's almost that, that European style that so many NBA teams are employing now where it's basically layup or open three. None of that in-between stuff because it's basically you're wasting space. You either got to go down low or get that three, and that's what Radford's doing. And on the flip side, Layla Parawin with 10 of the 12 points for Kapolei. So 
she's the sophomore is essentially keeping the Hurricanes in it with her offense. So we'll see if anybody else can step up for the Hurricanes. Yeah, and as she is contributing the most, obviously, offensively, defensively, though I'd like to see Coppola figure something out because, I mean, they're not necessarily outsized or out-hustled by Radford. Radford is just a little more seasoned and experienced as a team and the way they play basketball. But I don't think they're unstoppable for Coppola. They just need to figure something out on defense. As we mentioned in the first half, maybe going man, maybe putting at least your best defender and manning up, playing zone everywhere else. I know it's unique, but manning up your best defensive player on someone like Jair Villanueva and just changing it up a little bit. I mean, you have nothing to lose. Obviously, what we're doing, you're doing defensively is not working and just getting stronger down low and in the middle and boxing out. I feel like they're just giving up. Coppola is giving up way too many offensive rebounds and just gifting Radford with second, third, fourth chance points and just box out is number one. We'll see if Coppola can take Kule's advice when we come <laughs> back. The second half action is almost here. We'll be back with more. This is OAA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Welcome back to Kapolei High School. we got about 30 seconds to go before the second half, so it's a great time to remind you to get your daily dose of local sports stories and information for free. No paywall here at BedrockSportsHawaii.com. That's BedrockSportsHawaii.com. And I think our friend Nick Abramo, who runs Bedrock Sports, would be saying what you were saying during the break, Kule, is if Kapole is going to get back in this game, they have to do the little things, including boxing out. Mm -hmm. Another thing that we should remind our listeners right now is to follow us on social media at High Sports Radio. That's at HI Sports Radio, because especially on Instagram, we are one follower away from hitting that 1K mark. So please. If you follow us, if you become our 1,000th follower on Instagram, we will give you a shout-out live on the radio tonight. So follow us and comment on the post that Kule did before this game so we know who you are, and we'll give you that shout-out. <laughs> All right, Radford ball to start the third quarter. Inbounds, it goes to Bollinger. Again, Radford whipping it around the perimeter. Villanueva over to Matos. Matos to Clark. Back to Bollinger. Down low to Clark. She dribbles out. Passes to Villanueva. Fakes the three. Down low to McCormick. That shot is blocked, but Clark chasing down the rebound. But she throws it away to Capolet. The other way we go. Stolen by Villanueva. And she does the long pass to Clark, who takes the ill-advised jumper. However, there's Bollinger with another offensive board. Not Matos with the no-look pass. Villanueva's shot is blocked, but she gets another offensive rebound. Yeah. Clark with the three. That one, nothing but air. Coupley with the rebound. Whew. A little wild and <laughs> frantic to start this first half right now. Up and under for Coupley is Cameron Welling, and she gets the scoring started in the second half. 30-14 to 14 now. The Hurricanes trailing one minute elapsed here in the third frame. Yeah, so now it seems like they need to settle down a little bit. I'm sure Anaya Clark just needs to, she wants to get those shots back, maybe mellow out for just a little bit. Yeah, Mylana Matos with it. Over to Bollinger. Radford employing their, I don't want to call it a stall, but definitely a slow-paced offense, and it works well because McCormick open in the paint, nobody guarding her, up and under for the layup. Yeah, and as we mentioned, switching up on the defense, Coppola still seems to be in through that 2-3 zone, although that first um, possession by Radford, they seem to be a little more aggressive, and then after that, it backed off a little bit. Speaking of aggressive, Matos with the steal, but her pass is a little too strong for Villanueva. Back it goes to Coppola. Again, I understand wanting to just get that quick transition, but if it's not working, gotta slow it down a little bit. Yeah, especially up by 16, you don't want to force anything. But here's the Lock, stolen away by Matos. See if she gets her revenge up and under with the layup. No good, but there's the offensive board back up for a layup and good. Up by 20 now, 34-14, Radford leading. Yeah, and Matos at 5-10 and Perdamatlock at 5-3 was the only one there that was could have boxed her out. Again, if you boxed her out, probably would have gotten the offensive foul, or, but box out, box out, box out. <laughs> so another layup taken there by Welling. She scored all four points for Kapolei here in the third. 5.30 to go in the third period. 
Radford up 34-16. Anaya Clark with it over to Matos. Matos seems to be recovered from that left leg injury. But stolen away, Kapolei with the ball now. Driving is Mook. But Mook turns it over. This one grabbed by Villanueva, and she's fouled as she tries to put the outlet pass to her teammate. Yeah, Shanelyn Mook tried to dribble to the basket, but got uh, the ball got a little behind her, and her legs got a little too in front of her, and she somewhat like bounced the ball off her right back calf, and that's how she lost control. So to be Radford ball, 34-16, to 16, a commanding lead. We'll see if they can add to it here. In it goes to Villanueva. She'll dribble it up quickly over to Avilas. Back to Villanueva. Down low to Bollinger. A no-look pass out around the horn to Villanueva. Back to Bollinger. She passes up a layup to pass the beautiful dime to her teammate. And just like that, the McCormick bucket puts Radford up by 20. And there we go. Just incredible ball movement by Radford. Outside, inside, and another one inside, outside, and back in. And that seems to be the name of their game. It's kind of like that triangle offense concept where you mm -hmm. just got to make that extra pass yep. and you free up so much space. And speaking of passes, that errant one is stolen away by Radford. Matos gets it over to Villanueva. She blows the layup, but Matos picks up the offensive board again, puts that layup in 38-16. to 16. Radford dominating this one midway through the third period. Matos, as I mentioned in the first half, she is really just the workhorse of this team. Not taking anything away from the rest of the team, don't get me wrong, but she just has that little extra something. Dribbling up top is Parawin, trying to get something going for Coppola, down by 22. And the opposite of what Coppola is doing, Radford is playing an intense man-to-man -man defense, really swarming the ball, causing a lot of chaos. Yeah, it's weird. I'm just trying to figure it out, though, because they, when they first transition back to defense, it starts off as a 2-3 zone, but maybe it's just an aggressive zone, unlike Coppola's zone defense. And Coppola had two bites of the apple there, but misses both shots. Fortunately, the ball goes off of Casey McKinney's hand and will remain with Coppola. Hurricanes wearing their all-white with teal-trim uniforms compared to the Radford all-black and white-trimmed unis. And a nice steal there. That's Matos again. A lot of energy. Not only does she get the steal, but she goes coast-to-coast coast for another layup. See, I told you she just has that little extra juice in her. The juice was loose on that one <laughs> as Radford is up 40-16, to 16, and it's going to be no turnover. The ball went into the backcourt, but because it was tipped... And then we're going to have a foul called on Villanueva from Radford. Yeah, and Coppola is really fortunate that there was that foul there because, I mean, Welling was trapped there going up against two of the Radford Rams and the rest of her team from Coppola. Nobody came back to help, so everyone just kind of fell asleep. So Coppola with a bit of a reprieve there as Welling with it following the entry pass from DeMotlock. Into the middle it goes to Kaloha Bates, who kicks it out to Motlock with it again, trying to find some kind of opening. Good call there, Kule, of Radford moving to that zone, but still a, a high-intensity yeah. action, and again, it forces another steal, but then Kapole steals it back. A good job rebounding there, and then another steal. It goes the way of Bollinger to Villanueva. Fortunately... <laughs> What would have been yet another steal is tipped out of bounds, so it'll remain with Radford. Again, a little frantic, <laughs> tried to kick it up once again to Jaira Villanueva, but overpassed just a little bit, almost went out of bounds. Villanueva kind of like backhanded it inbounds, and then <laughs> Coppola got it, but then it was off Coppola, and it was just a little wild. Yeah, definitely not on your uh, instructional video there, but... The main thing for Radford is the effort plays are happening. Another offensive rebound, but McKinney can't convert. Welling the other way and passes to a wide-open teammate. That's Camacho underneath, but she blows the layup. That ball trickles out of bounds. It'll remain with Coppola, who trails 40-16 to with 2.25 to play here in the third. Yeah, and Camacho really wanted that one. I thought she was going to put it in the basket, but it was almost like a over-her-head type of shot. Yeah, it was a tough angle as she was right under the rim. Coppola almost throws it away off the inbounds pass, but keeps it. Parawin 
Throws that pass out of bounds, so another turnover goes the way of the Rams. Yeah, just too high for the 5'4 junior and Camacho, and got a hand on it, but out of bounds. Radford almost mishandles that pass, but fortunately Bollinger's there to pick it up. Oh, a no-look pass by Villanueva. Down low to the freshman McKinney, up and under, and another layup by the dominant force. Only a freshman, but the power forward doing some work tonight. Yeah, and they just, Kabbalah just can't seem to find the answer to contain Casey McKinney again to remind everyone, just a freshman, but very smart in the game. So 1.45 to play here in the third. Radford up 42-16. to 16. That swarming zone defense really clamping down on anything Kapolei is trying to do on offense. Kealoha baits with it. Back to Welling. Welling swings it out to a wide-open Mook who passes on the shot. Tosses it down low to Kealoha Bates. She goes up for the layup. She's blocked by McKinney, but it's going to be called a foul. Yeah, and McKinney was really frustrated that she got called for that, almost kind of doing a volleyball spike with the basketball. Fortunately, didn't get called for a technical there. Yeah, if that was the NBA, she'd be probably kicked out for that. Mm -hmm. Definitely a lot tougher than the NBA players, though, these days. <laughs> Going to the free throw line is Danbury Kealoha Bates. First shot is up and no good off the back iron. Checking back in for Radford is Mackenzie McCormick. The senior doing a great job down low for the Rams tonight. Second free throw by Kealoha Bates is up and off the front iron. So no conversion from the charity stripe there as Villanueva gets the rebound and she's going to be fouled. Foul will go on Kealoha Bates. So maybe a little bit of frustration after those missed free throws committing the foul on Villanueva. Radford holding the ball here up 42-16. to 16. Kicking it around the perimeter looking for the opening. Down low to Villanueva and she puts up the layup and good. A great job there finding that Puka exploiting the Kapolei defense. Yeah and Casey McKinney who would usually be in that spot she <laughs> stepped up to leave that opening for Villanueva and Kapolei obviously wasn't expecting it. Under a minute to play here. Radford up 44 to 16. Things starting to snowball in the way of Radford's favor. And McKinney with the almost steal, but she steps out of bounds. A good hustle play there, trying to take the ball. Yeah, as she was defending Araya Camacho there. And Camacho just has a little bit of a look of frustration now and was going up for that shot, but getting blocked. And at least Coppola keeps the ball. Yeah, Matos getting a well-deserved break after her hustle. She'll sit out the rest of this third quarter. Couple A dribbles it out of bounds. Another turnover, this one by Parawan. And again, that zone defense is really causing fits for Couple A. 45 seconds and winding. Villanueva not slowing down, looking to push this lead to 30 or more. McKinney with it over to Clark. Villanueva in the corner, back down to McKinney. Doesn't take the layup, kicks it out again. Clark back to Villanueva all the way around to McKinney. 25 seconds now and winding up and under McKinney. A great job there. Again, the freshman finding all kinds of opportunities down low. Yeah, and she was way outside and started behind the three-point line and drove in on Camacho, and Camacho had no answer to try to stop her. Villanueva almost steals it again, forcing a shot there by Parawan, who misses. Radford will get another opportunity. One second and counting. Here's Villanueva up and just misses another three. But Radford with the commanding 46-16 lead. We'll be back with more. This is OA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Back here live, Kyle Galdera and Kuule Agbayani starting the fourth quarter of action. But quickly, let's pause 10 seconds for station ID. You're listening to OA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Following the miss by Parawan from Kapolei, Radford, and Matos, another defensive rebound up by 30 points here. And we're actually going to get a Radford timeout to talk things over. Maybe the coach, Charles Chong, isn't quite happy with the rotation. Maybe they want to change things up. But right now, Kool-Aid, nothing that I can see that he would want to fix up by 30. Yeah, that's why. We both kind of just looked at each other this then when it was a timeout by Radford. Kyle and I were like, oh, interesting. <laughs> but have you heard about the new greatest of all time? 
That's right. The new GOAT is Central Pacific Bank, like we had that bank shot earlier. Forbes magazine named CPB the best bank in Hawaii for 2022. Central Pacific Bank, where people like banking. So far tonight, Radford is really like liking their scoring and defense. They're doing both really well, up by 30 points coming out of the timeout. And Radford with the ball. Here's Matos over to Bollinger. We'll see what the coaching staff drew up as far as plays goes. That's Bollinger with the wide open three. And Banks right on cue. The Central Pacific Bank is wide open here. Just past 8 p.m. in Kapolei. And that three-pointer is good. Yeah, and that was an interesting bank shot because it was actually <laughs> it was from the corner. So it was a bank off of like the upper right side of the backboard and into the net. It was one of those oh no, oh yes shots. Exactly. And on the other end quickly is Parawan who puts in another layup and she's basically single-handedly scored almost all of Kapolei's points tonight. Yeah, totally not giving up on the offensive end. Parawan is not, but again, defensively still in their 2-3 zone and just needs to get more aggressive. Good job there by Matos of passing up the three to find an open teammate. McKinney goes up for the layup but misses. However, she's going to be fouled and go to the line. Yeah, and it seems like they just don't know their rotation. Kapolei doesn't in that 2-3 zone defense. So you have someone like Damatluk that's on the top of the zone. And then when the ball gets kicked out by Radford to the corner, it's like Damatluk has to come all the way back instead of either so Parowin coming up. Yeah, so that seems to be what's happening. So McKinney makes one of two free throws. That's a great point, Kule, because part of the zone concept is you want to guard an area. Mm -hmm. So when you when you try to switch the different players and then you don't switch, you're kind of working against yourself. So Kapolei got to work on that if they want to improve upon this season's effort. Down by 32 now as Kapolei with it on offense. Camacho passes it out to Damatlak, who makes a... Long two-pointer. I thought it might have been a three, but ruled just inside the three-point arc. So 50-20 to 20 now the lead in favor of Radford. Six minutes to go here in the game. Matos dribbling. Passes out to Bollinger. Oh, uh, that ball almost out of bounds, but controlled. Just on her tippy toes. Into McKinney it goes, and there's another layup. McKinney is just unstoppable in the paint. My goodness. And again, I will remind everyone. McKinney making her way and only a freshman, but at 5'10. Couple A calls timeout and we'll take one too. This is OIA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Back at our courtside broadcast position, Kyle Galdera and Kule Agbayani. Couple A's coach Shane Lino drawing up some plays in that timeout, trying to get something going offensively. Because right now it's been the Leila Perowin show scoring, I believe, 18 of the 20 points for Kapolei so far. Yeah, and, and at this point when the game does seem out of reach, you just want to start working in plays, looking at different things so you can be a bit more prepared offensively next time. And right on cue, the other way goes Matos with the steal. Tries for the layup, but she's going to be fouled. She'll go to the line to shoot too. Matos, we saw even during the JV game before this, a lot of energy encouraging mm -hmm. her fellow schoolmates there and now in this game her teammates and really pushing the pace for Radford. Yeah, I'm telling you, she just has like that little extra something in your right. Prior to the game during JV, she had that little extra spunk cheering on the younger squad. Wow, and that ball was about four-fifths of the way down <laughs> and still rimmed out. So we'll see if Matos can get the second free throw here. 5.18 to go in this ball game. A couple of dribbles for Matos. Second shot is up, and that one bounces out as well. But, of course, the offensive rebound goes to McCormick, who puts it up for two. Because, again, no box out by the Hurricanes. 54-20, to 20, Radford leading this one. Camacho with it. Over to Welling. Around the horn to Demotlock. Into the corner to Kiloha Bates. Back up top to Welling. Welling being pestered by the Radford defense, and this ball is going to be almost thrown away. Controlled still by Capoleto. Oh, a double dribble miss there. I think the referee is just trying to let this one unfold without any injuries to the players at this point with the Radford squad leading by 34. And after the errant shot, a Capoleto offensive rebound for a change tonight. 
Well, and again, like we mentioned, just a different type of 2-3 zone by Radford. Very, very aggressive. Almost like a double team sometimes when they need to, as opposed to the way that Coppola plays it. And Welling running the point, but finding no opening. So they're basically just swinging it back and forth up top. This one goes off of Radford Villanueva's leg, and it'll stay with Coppola. Back into Welling it goes, about 4-10 to play here in the game. And there's Matos with the steal. Oh, off the Coppola player's leg. That's Welling who causes the turnover in Coppola's favor. The outlet pass goes up and under, and Parawan misses the layup, but she's going to be bailed out as Mackenzie McCormick is called for the foul and can't believe it. Yeah, nobody can believe it. We hear some yelling, not people not too excited about that call on uh, Mackenzie McCormick. And as she's still kind of with a little smirk on her face, like, I don't know about that one, ref. Yeah, a couple of what? Yeah. But, again, with Radford up 34, they can't really complain too much. Here's the first free throw by Parawan. She misses that one a little too strong off the back iron. Exactly four minutes to go in this ball game. Perron with an elaborate free throw routine. She makes the second one. So 33 points now is the Radford lead. Bollinger bringing it up, swings it over to Villanueva. Back to Bollinger, controlling some clock. Villanueva open in the corner. She'll jack a three, and that one is all net. Villanueva is just a sharp shooter Radford needs tonight. Yeah, and Villanueva kind of started at the top of the key, ran down under the basket and outside to the corner to get that pass and make that shot. Coppola trying to find something late in this one. Three and a half minutes to go. Welling again acting as the point guard. The freshman getting some good game action tonight. Radford zone expanding with every dribble Welling takes. And again, Matos with another steal. The outlet pass is just too strong. She's so jacked up. She's now missed about three of those tonight. If she would just slow it down just a little bit, Villanueva was right open. I was like, there's two things I've been saying all game. <laughs> like Matos it just has that extra something as she almost like, like caught that ball out of the air with two hands and tried to throw it down for Villanueva. But again, just too far as seems to be common in this game for Radford. Three minutes to go. Radford up 57-21. Welling with it up top. Swings it to the corner for Demontlock. Back over to Welling. Coppola taking a lot of time here trying to find something, but again, Radford's D has just been staunch all night long. Welling over to Demontlock again. A three is up and no good. However, an offensive board is handled by Perowin. She puts up the layup, no good. Goes up for another offensive rebound, but is actually going to be whacked in the face. And I believe this ball is going to stick with Coppola. Yeah, and Perowin took that in the eye and comes straight out and sits on the bench, still kind of favoring it and rubbing her eye as the trainer comes over to check on her. So actually, it will be Radford ball. I think it touched the end line there. Pardon me, the baseline. I'm still transitioning off of football season. <laughs> but Radford with it here. The commanding 36-point lead. Anaya Clark dribbling out some, some time up top. Kicks it over to the senior Kaali Aviles who finds Clark in the corner for three. Clark misses that one and Kapali will get it back. Thought she was about to get her own rebound there and put up another shot. So Kapali brings it in two minutes to go now. Coach Shane Lino trying to get some kind of play drawn up. Get some something to leave this game on a positive note with for Kapali. The Hurricanes up next will play at Campbell, so it doesn't get any easier from here as they play their, we'll call it the Eva Plain rival. Hey. Into the corner, a shot is up and good. Pardon me, missed by Camacho. And the good thing about that for Radford is the rebound goes right to Clark. Down low to McCormick, it goes, and another layup is good. Just dominating the paint is Radford tonight. Yeah, beautiful assist by Jaira Villanueva finding that tall target in 5-10 forward Mackenzie McCormick for the easy layup. So 59-21, to 21, Radford leading this one. We'll see if they try to go for the 60-burger in this contest. 
Just over a minute to play. Coppola is still swinging it around. Almost losing it out of bounds is Camacho, but hanging on, fortunately. Back to Welly, now back to Camacho. Radford really forcing that two-person offense. And down low goes the pass. It's going to be stolen away, though. This one picked up by McKinney. And Villanueva driving over to Clark. Clark can't handle it, though. And that ball goes out of bounds to Coppola. And really unselfish by Villanueva. Like, she pretty much had the open lane, could have taken that left-handed layup, but chose to dish it off to her teammate in Anaya Clark. That's the story of the game is unselfish play, getting those offensive rebounds, making the open shots. A well-rounded attack here by Radford tonight. Under 40 seconds, Coppola trying to find something down by 38. At least one more basket would be nice. Welling tries one, but off the backboard, no good. The follow-up shot by her teammate, Shandalyn Mook, is going to be blocked out of bounds. It'll stay with Coppola. 27.3 seconds to play in this ballgame. And, of course, no surprise, Casey McKinney getting that block for Radford. And it's going to be stolen away by the freshman. And, however, McKinney dribbles it out of bounds, so it will go back to Coppola. They just don't want it to end. Smile on her face, though, McKinney <laughs> does. as She knew that went out of bounds because of her, but she's still smiling. So the hustle plays adding up for Radford, and that's showing on the scoreboard. The zone defense relentless, still pressuring Coppola. As this ball is tipped out of bound off Coppola, it's going to be Radford ball, and I think they're going to hold for these last 11 seconds. Yeah, and Michaela DeMotlock had that ball and tried to find her teammate in Welling, but just knew it was a bad pass and had that eek look on her face. Oh my, Radford still putting up shots. <laughs> and even as the clock expired, McKinney, maybe a freshman mistake there, puts in a layup with no seconds left and puts Radford up to end this ball game, 61 to 21. A dominant effort by Radford. We'll be back to wrap things up with the post-game show. This is OIA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. So the support staff is closing things down here in Kapolei, and so are we with the dominant Radford win, 61-21. And looking at some of the top scores, somebody we circled coming into the game, Jaira Villanueva with 18 points. But not only that, she really distributed the ball well for the Rams. She probably could have scored a bunch more, but she found open lanes for her teammates. Yeah, and I think the takeaway about her as a player, though, is that she pretty much had the same demeanor the entire time. Like, never got too high, never got too low. The look on her face was just the same throughout the entire game. Really calm. Yeah, speaking of her Radford teammates, Mylana Matos with a bunch of steals. She finished with 11 points. And down low, the freshman Casey McKinney, 17 points. Essentially eight layups and a free throw. So very efficient there by the freshman. Yeah, Casey McKinney, I would not believe that she was a freshman just the way that she played and was so dominant and confident in herself, both offensively and defensively. And on the flip side for Coppola, you know, they scored 21 points, but props to Layla Parawan, who scored 13 of those, including 10 in the first half. So, you know, she did her best to keep her team in the game, but... I guess what we're seeing is Radford really emerging as one of the teams to beat in the West Division. The huge win over Nanakuli, following it up with tonight's win over Kapolei. Yeah, just a well-rounded team. The Radford Rams are both offensively, as we talked about, just having multiple weapons. But defensively, we mentioned this throughout, especially the second half, just the way they play that 2-3 zone. It almost looks like it could be a man, but they're just ultra-aggressive in that zone, and it works out to their favor. So again, a 40-point win for Radford. Let's get some mahalos to thank everyone who put this broadcast together. Our operations manager, AC Custodio, our engineer, Alan Mia, our in-studio engineer, Chaz Antai, and our do-it-all woman on the spot here, Kule Agbayani. <laughs> Great job as, as usual. What's the, uh, the last word for us tonight as we wrap things up? 40-point win for Radford. It was fun. This is a fun broadcast, and I'm looking forward to doing a lot more games with you, my friend, as we look to the new OIA girls basketball season and boys basketball coming up a little later in the month. So, again, that's tipping off the OIA campaign as far as girls basketball goes. We'll have more action for you Friday night, so we look forward to that. For our entire team, I'm Kyle Galdera. Take care and aloha. aloha.
You've been listening to the OIA's Game of the Week on HSRN, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank, where people like banking, and Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. Tonight's game was made possible also in parts thanks to the following. Play-by-play announcer Kyle Galdera, play-by-play color commentator and operations director Ku'ule Agbayani, in-studio technical engineer Chaz Antai, Paul Brecht, and AC Custodio. Visit HawaiiSportsRadio.com for a complete programming guide of upcoming games and more. We now return you to regular scheduled programming right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760.